Welcome to episode 326 of the Growing With Fishes podcast. Uh, this week, we have Pigeons420 joining us. Thanks a lot for joining us, Pigeons. Hey, thanks for having me, man. It's an absolute pleasure. Heck yeah, super excited to have you on. Um, I uh, always enjoy people that like gaming and cannabis. <laughs> yeah, two of my favorite things. Right? They go well together. I would say yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, I think they do. Uh, if you guys are, are new to the channel, be sure to check out the Virtual Aquaponic Cannabis Conference we'll be hosting this weekend, January 14th and 15th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Um, we have speakers from all over the world. We have two speakers from South Africa, people from Colombia, Mexico, uh, Australia, um, Costa Rica, uh, all across the U.S., uh, including the original Mr. Green. If anyone remembers him from the early 2000s, uh, he'll be one of our speakers, as well as Breeder Steve. Uh, Matt, Matt Powers, Chris Trump, um, all over. So uh, be sure to check us out um, uh, this weekend. If you're looking for uh, hours and hours and hours of free education, uh, come hang out with us and learn all about how to grow cannabis. And it's not specifically only geared towards aquaponic growers. There's a ton of content for everybody. Uh, Kevin McKernan's giving a long talk on virals, uh, viruses and cannabis. So uh, be sure to come check it out, regardless of whether or not you grow an aquaponic. Alrighty, um, thanks for joining us today. Uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, Pigeon420 has a really awesome YouTube channel, uh, actually one of the biggest in the cannabis industry. Um, oh, you can find him at Pigeons420. He also has a, a Twitch channel, which is currently, there we go. Sorry, guys. Uh, Twitch channel. You guys can find him here if you want to watch him uh, game and have fun there. Uh, or his Instagram, which you can find here at Pigeons420. Sorry, I was scrolling down, looking, uh, doing some some research earlier this morning. Um, Pigeons420, you can check out on Instagram as well. So thanks a lot for joining us. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, and how you got started creating content for your channel? Well, first of all, thanks for having me on. Uh, I absolutely uh, love the show. I love what you're doing. Really appreciate these uh, virtual uh, seminars, conferences that you're doing. These are these are fantastic. Great way to get get your hands dirty while, uh, while staying at home, you know, uh, and you can do it from really anywhere around the world. So hats off to you, man. It's, uh, it's great to see these things happening. So thanks for including me on, uh, on the show. I, uh, I got into this, um, mainly because I was a cannabis patient to begin with. I got in a car accident that took me off the map for a few months, uh, in 2013. And that's really what opened the door to, using uh you know using this as medicine and as i started to kind of explore and do a little homework on where to find um information on how to grow uh, it became very clear that this information was pretty scarce particularly when it came to youtube um i'm a video guy i, I don't like reading to this day and you know uh, having to sift through paragraphs and paragraphs of information is not something that is really um, uh, 
entertaining. It's not, it's not valuable to me. So I really wanted to turn to video education. And I was hoping that platforms like YouTube would provide uh, an outlet for me or, or at least a source for me to use to um, kind of learn from. And it was very clear that this kind of information wasn't out there. Uh, I, I started my channel in 2016 or 2000. Yeah, 2016. And although there was content, it was not it wasn't easy to find. Um, it was very, very hard to watch. It was very grainy. In 2016, we didn't have the best for camera phones. So that's at what everybody was recording on. And it was just it was rough. So I knew that I could do something in this area. And uh, I thought, you know what, I'm going to teach people that they can grow this plant and just be an average guy. You don't need to be, you know, you don't need to be a hippie from the 60s and you don't need to be a botanist from today. You know, you can actually do this and know almost nothing. And I think I've proven that because I still know almost nothing and uh, I'm years into the game. So that's really what got me started. I just wanted to show people that anybody could do it. Yeah. Uh, really appreciate your uh, your passion for it, and thank you again for taking the time to come on today. Um, uh, I thought it was really funny looking at your channels and your most popular videos. It's almost it's similar to mine that the most popular videos aren't the ones that we put the most production time into and went and traveled to some faraway place. It's how to prune or trim or or train or something like that. Um, uh, what it, what has your experience been with that, and why do you kind of think that those are the ones that really end up being the biggest ones for many different channels? Well, that's funny you said that. I think there's a number of reasons for that. Um, but number one, um, when we when we started getting like when I start I say we, but when I started doing this, you know, I was I was solely doing this for uh just just information based. I just wanted to give give information with an example, and that was it. Then as I started to grow into it more and more, I realized that well, there's an entertainment value that 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 should go into this as well. And it, it, it helps, you know, keep people's attention and helps build a community. And, and so there was a shift in content where it was, you know, more so uh, or less focused or not less, but less solely focused on education and then splitting into uh, entertainment and edutainment where it's entertainment with a little bit of like life involved with that, where I kind of let everyone get to know who I was a little bit more. Um, but back when we were creating that content, YouTube was a different beast than it is now. YouTube allowed that content. That content was not suppressed. That content was not age restricted. It was not blacklisted. It was, it was, it was promoted. If, if you put out a video, for example, if I put out a video, how to top, that video back then would do fantastic. And people would search that video. And for, for years, you would still be able to search that video. Now, those videos are are dying off. Yeah, they are my most viewed videos, but they have not gained any momentum over the course of like the last 24 months. You know, they 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 gained views while people were actively searching. It's not that people aren't looking for this content still. It's just that YouTube's not throwing it at them. You know, you've got to really search for it to find this stuff. And so, yeah, it's it's in a way where you were able to search it in a way search for it then in a way that you can't do anymore. So that, that I would argue that a lot of the times that's why the older stuff has done better than the newer stuff, you know, in a way, in a way. Yeah. It's funny. You mentioned that particular one, how I'm one to top your plants, the best video on my show. 
Yeah, how and when? Yeah, yeah, right, right. It's it it's has, a good one. Training's a good topic. I haven't. Um, it hasn't increased, but it is solid, like two hundred views a day, three hundred views a day, like every day, no matter what, um, which is pretty cool. I people just always are, found that people are that looking kind of- for that information. You know, it's not that people have searched less for it. In my opinion, people are searching more. The proliferation of legalization has, in my opinion, increased people's demand for knowledge, not not led to a decrease. So people are looking for it. I just think now it's just not only that is there's also a a, a much di- much more diverse crowd of people creating this kind of content now, you know, than there was back then in 2016. I, I can I can I can almost count on one hand how many cannabis content creators there were, you know, there were not many, particularly many that had more than 10, 15, 20,000 subscribers, you know, um, it was not many. Now, now the number is probably upwards of a hundred, you know, that have upwards of 10, 50, well, I'd say thousands. Now it's 10,000 subscribers or so, you know, it's not what it used to be. So I think that has an impact on search results too. And I'm, and these people are putting out good content as well. The people that are coming after me are putting out way better content than I am. I'll tell you that right now, you know, and it's, be, they've learned, they've learned what works, what doesn't work. They've seen creators do this. They've seen creators do that. So hats off to the new creators that are doing it and they're doing it well. Uh, so I guess on that note, uh, what, what advice do you have for new creators? I know we were kind of touching on this a little bit before the show, but as far as dodging the censor ninjas that uh, that happen to arm around uh, YouTube um, and, and other content platforms, that what you seem to be one of you one of the most successful people in terms of navigating those waters, um, and it was something I was very excited to kind of have you talk about on the show today, because it seems like a lot of people have had problems in the last six months or so with you know their channels coming. I know Dude Grows had their stuff taken down. A couple of our other friends have had their content taken down. We've been threatened. On I've had my stuff taken down. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, you know it's 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 funny you say this because there's there's a, there's an always an old school and a new school. You know, the old school will think that things are as good as they have always been, and they don't need to change. And the new school is going to move with the times and 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 try to adapt and overcome. And maybe that's not always the case for the new school, but I digress. Um, and as someone as as one of the dinosaurs, if you will. For the for the cannabis content community, I have I started this blunt in your face plants plants plants, and over the course of you know the you know the two or three years since you know it was 2018 I can put the, I know exactly the date for crying out loud it was 2018 that that things started to change and we can thank a guy named Logan Paul but I'm not getting into that um, and. That's when YouTube started to tighten its its the noose around, you know, what they were going to accept for content that would be age or, or, or advertiser acceptable. And, you know, a lot of us in 2018 got deleted entirely. I lost my channel. It was gone for three or four months. And then I got it back. And it was never the same after that. It was blacklisted. It was always suppressed, restricted. But I tried to continue on the 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 path of pushing out content you know um i was still i never stopped growing i've been growing this entire time but i i i would i would i would just start pushing out more just plants 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 and then i did that for four years just nonstop, over and over and over and over again and i would watch my views 
and my my audience numbers go down and down and down and down and down and down to the point where it's like I'm putting out videos and they're barely getting a thousand views. And I could put out a how to top, how to harvest, a seed to harvest. Like, you know, everyone's doing it. Capitalized letters, seed to harvest. Everyone does it. That's a famous title, right? And it didn't matter. It didn't matter because, you know, uh, once you get age restricted, once your channel's blacklisted, it's 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 in it's blacklisted. It's done. You know, it's no matter how hard you try to get out, it's an uphill battle. And so I thought, you know what? I thought a lot of things, man, I was going to start other channels. I was going to do other content shy of like makeup and kitty cats, man. I was going to do just about anything. And I thought, you know what? I, I want to stay true to cannabis. I want to stay true to this plant because that's who I am. This is who I am on the internet. This is, it's what, who I am as a person. And I've started to kind of realize that YouTube's looking, YouTube doesn't give a, a hoot about me, Pigeons 420. They need to make money. And if they didn't want cannabis content on their platform, it would be mass erased. You know what I mean? Like it would be like, it would be like anything else that's horrible. I don't want to just give examples because I don't want to say it, but anything that's just the most heinous of horrible things, if they didn't like it, they would remove it, right? Well, they did not do that to cannabis. They did remove some channels, but not all channels. And they would suppress some content, but not all content, which then leads me to believe it's an algorithmic suppression. It's not like YouTube's just pushing a button and saying, YouTube, you must go, or you uh, pigeons, you're done. <sighs> so I thought I need to figure out the algorithm. And over the course of probably almost two years, I started to figure it out. You know, YouTube does not like plants. You put a plant in your video, your shit's getting age restricted. And if you're thinking it doesn't get age restricted, it will. YouTube will catch up with you. It's only a matter of time. Um, even the largest creator, the largest growing content creator, who is Mr. Canucks Grow, he is is the largest of all. But if you look, he's been at 920,000 subscribers for months months he's been at 900 forever he's been at 800 forever 800,000 forever this man puts out a video and it, it only gets 40 50 60,000 views you know over the course of months and months and months it might get a hundred thousand but it's age restricted every single one of his videos is age restricted so when you look at it you're thinking wow he's doing it but why can't I he's doing it but he's he's going through massive suppression at the same time for a guy who puts in so much effort into his channel, whether it's his editing, his gardening, his edit style is better than the most freaking Netflix shows. So you can't tell me that a guy with 900,000 subscribers that puts out an A1 content, and, and, and I don't care what you think of the content, it's the exact same video over and over again. It should be doing amazing. You know what I mean? But it doesn't. He only gets 20, 30, 40,000. Why? It's got plants in it. And, and he should be doing better. So I understand that people get excited like, well, he's doing it, but, but he should be doing so much better. He should put out a video and every video should get 200,000 views, at least a hundred thousand views easily. Like that should just be the lowest number that he gets, you know, but that's not what happens. His big videos get that. So it's like, I started to realize, wait a second. I'm not going to smash my head against the wall and do the same thing over and over again when it comes to posting cont uh, plant videos over and over again. So I started to realize that I can get out the exact same message while altering what people are looking at. 
And whether it's me that's talking, whether I'm out doing B-roll, whether I'm out in the back 40, whatever, I'm not showing you plants. And I have not shown plants on my on my channel for the last four plus months. And my channel's doing better than it ever has. So it's like, that's that's one of the things. And I'm still, and it's like, it's it, it, I'm, I haven't showed plants, but I'm able to reach twice the amount of people that I've ever I've ever been able to reach. You know, so still trying to get my channel out of the blacklisted part because you still have to deal with the 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 um, the demonetization. And I do believe that if you have a demonetized video, YouTube suppresses it. Why would they promote something that's not going to make them or you money? Right. When they've got a video over here that's got a green dollar sign when they're like, well, here, just take this one. You know, so, of course, there has to be some level of suppression, but it's a battle. It's a battle, but it's one where it's like, if I was to give advice, and that was your original question, if I could give anyone advice, it's don't give in entirely. You know, cannabis has a place, in my opinion, in all, in everyone's life. And we have a we have a valuable mission. We have a valuable message to spread. And there's absolutely no reason we should concede that message just because, you know, people, uh, you know, we're being suppressed. There's people that came before me who've been imprisoned. They've been beaten, enslaved over this, over this plant. The least I can do is keep pushing the message despite some weak censorship by some overlord platform, right? So keep pushing, don't give up, but find alternative ways to give your message in ways that people aren't doing. Have you had, um, one thing and we were talking about this too before the show uh, is is being careful on the links that you put in your descriptions. That's another thing that YouTube loves to peg you for. Um, we only list on ours social media links. Um, you know, people can link to whatever their website is on their social media uh, through Linktree or whatever else. But um, listing just social media seems to keep you out of trouble. Um, do you have any other good points, or do you not say the word cannabis? Or is there any other you know things that you you know, uh, uh, try to not say or not do to along with the not, you know, no photography. Yeah. 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 Consumption is big. Uh, I, I no longer consume in a, in videos. That was a big thing because when I first started making videos, that's what was different between me and other people is that you saw me first. It did. The video didn't start with a video with, with the cell phone in your tent, staring at white widow with the dark camera flickering with the lights going light bars going up the thing. It started with me. And I started with a little introduction. Sometimes I talked way too long, believe it or not. Um, but uh, it would be an introduction. I'd say, hey, how you doing? Great to see you, yada, yada, yada. And then I would have a hoot. And then I would exhale. And that would be the transition into the next scene. I did that shot, that, that for years and years. And then I started to realize that they didn't want consumption on. So that was one of the very early things that I, I ixnade was having hoots on videos. I'd do it from time and time in a live stream, but. That's what hits you. I, I really believe that that's a big one. The hoots in videos. Um, the next one is, yeah, you can't link to, like I'd even be careful with some social medias um, because if if you're, it, like I, I try not to say the word <laughs> uh, beans in, in an alternative sense, starting with a capital S, okay? Ending with a D. I, and and I don't, I don't want to be the guy that ruins it for you. So I'm not saying it. But the thing is, is that, that's another one. They've made it very clear in their terms and conditions that they do not they do not condone and they will not allow any conversation or really promotion of beans of the of the of the Mary J variety. 
And if you have links to people's social media who are distributing those, that'll get you in shit. So that's something that I would be very cautious of as well, you know? Um, but, but yeah, it's, it, it, it is a game, man. It really is between links, the censorship of your voice or the words that you're saying. <clears throat> I really don't, I personally don't think that the word cannabis is going to hold anyone back. Um, but they're already saying they're going to crack down on curse words in the first 30 seconds or minute and a half of your video. So if they can crack down on the curse words that you're saying, don't think for a second that they can't crack down on weed, cannabis, marijuana. You know what I mean? So um, definitely there's all there's so many ways to bounce around it, too. You know, like the plant. That's a great one to say. And if you want to try to use it. But, yeah, it could be a little corny at times to bounce around. But again. We have a valid message to spread. And, and you know, we, we just need to find alternative ways to spread it. It's not the first time in history this kind of thing has been had to be done. People have had to use code and, you know, and, 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 and induendos to spread messages in the past. This is no different. It's no different. No, it didn't. Uh, what was it? Um, <clears throat> the, in the Navy? The gay, the gay sailors would be like, do you know Dorothy or something like that? And the FBI started a whole like, like multi-decade campaign to hunt down this like mythical woman who, who led like an army of like gay infiltrators into the Navy. And it had like, not, there was no woman. There was of course no not. Didn't understand what the whole thing. The That's whole, awesome. That's hilarious. I had no idea. I've never heard of that. I need to, I'm going to like research that. That is hilarious. Oh yeah. No, it's a... It, <laughs> Yeah, check it out. I, th I think it was friend of Dorothy. I could be wrong. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure it was friend of Dorothy uh, or something like that. But the, the FBI had the, and the CIA had this whole like they thought it was like a communist like infiltration conspiracy into the Navy. And it was totally just a way for guys to meet each other that were like, I love that. Trying to not be open. <laughs> they completely. Cool. Misread That's so cool. That is awesome. That is awesome. I love. Can you imagine how many rabbit holes? you know, the government has gone down that they had no need to go down, but they just got the wrong, you know what I mean? Yeah, I couldn't imagine the wrong code. Anyway, yeah. that's another conversation. What are some of the biggest surprises or things that you've learned uh, along the way with your, your grow content and things that you've done, you know, as far as producing content for cannabis? You know, I'm sure you've had a couple of like, man, that was really cool. I didn't realize this or I didn't connect these two, these two dots or, or what are some of the cool things that you've learned along the way with your channel? um that you know it's 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 amazing that you can make a living doing this um i, I am a full-time cannabis content creator and that that was an incredible moment i'm still i struggle though you don't get me wrong it's no it's no it's not sunshine and rainbows but i'm i'm blessed man i'm blessed um do being able to go full-time was an incredible turning point in this um, and I think it, it, it's kind of allowed other creators to see that this this is possible. I know that I've 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 had people co contact me that have said that, you know, uh, it's, it's you doing this that has proven to me that I can do it, too. And I, I totally think that if 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 you feel that you you can, you you will you will do it. It's uh, it, it's one of those things that's forever rewarding, man the amount of lives that you impact, the amount of stories that I hear from people that are reaching out, whether they're growing for a loved one, whether they're growing for themselves, whether there's some growing for someone who's sick and they're using my videos to, to teach them 
to be able to provide for somebody else. You can't replace that feeling. You there's nothing else that can replace that feeling, and that alone is is what does it. That's there's so many nice, kind, incredibly motivating and inspirational stories out there from people that didn't realize just some guy from the middle of nowhere could really impact. You know. Oh yeah, I had a guy message me. And he had like learned from the show, built a little aquaponic system on the roof of his house in Jordan and had all the plants cut like, you know, six inches below the top of the thing. Cause if they find them, they'll like, you know, that's it's awesome. a very punishment, but to get a picture like that or the like people in like other very illegal places that I won't name that have messaged me privately and are like, here's my plants. What's wrong. What do I do? I, I got to get this going. Like I, I need the money from this for my kids or whatever else. Like, you know, you get those kind of, you know, randomly now and then those are always kind of fun too. But I did find that article I was talking about. I'll just throw it on the screen for two seconds. But friend of Dorothy is a, used to be a way for, for uh, gay people to meet. But the, the part I was referencing is um, the military did an investigation in the eighties uh, where they sent a bunch of agents to find this, uh, mythical Dorothy lady to reveal the names of the gay service members in the Navy. And uh, they, <laughs> they spent a ton of money to do it. I love this. That's hilarious. Yeah, man. I, I know all kinds of weird, quirky histories. You and I both. You and I both. We could go on for hours then, I could imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to rip this. Oh, yeah. I, uh, it's always fun to, to have a reason to bring up, you know, bizarre stuff like that. The U.S. government has done so many different strange things over the years. It makes you wonder what they're doing now. You know, there is, you know, kind of a second renaissance when it comes to psychedelic research chemicals. And it really makes you wonder, like, the civilian side can't be the only ones looking at that going, hmm, this could be useful. Right. You know? Deep fakes. Deep fakes. Like, holy fuck. That's another one, you know. See, they never should have brought back what's her name for Star Wars. That's when this all started, when they brought back Carrie Fisher for the Star Wars thing. That was the first deep, big deep fake. After that, it's all been downhill. They should have just let the poor lady rest in peace. <laughs> right, right. Well, they did do a Tupac hologram. When was that? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. They did the Tupac hologram at uh, Coachella. Coachella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was like. I don't even know, actually. I'm not even going to throw a date out there. I thought that was like 15 or something, but I think it was even before that. It would be kind of cool to, to if they could get the rights and pay the families and all, and then have like a concert hall where you could go have like a Jimi Hendrix thing or something else and then have it all be like holograms and stuff like that. And then go have like, you could go see like the greatest bands of all time play like their top five songs and a thing. If they could set that up in a way that was like proper, that would be yeah. really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the money to the families or to the charities. Yeah, hundred percent. But someone's out there trying to take take advantage or rip someone off. You already know that. Um, what are some of the most common questions that you get asked? Because I'm sure you get quite a few uh, people asking questions for you on your show. Uh, yeah, it used to be, uh, uh, you know, do you still, do you still wash your buds? That's one that I, I get a lot is about bud washing. Um, I, I don't, um, only because I've started growing in a tent and I'm no longer growing in an open environment and I found a no need for it. Um, I still would recommend that if you are growing in an environment, open environment or even outdoors to, uh, to, to wash your buds, but, um, that's definitely one of the most common ones. 
Um, I get asked a lot about my name, where pigeons comes from, pigeons. Um, and are you you're interested or? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, it, it's not even it's anticlimactic. It's not even that interesting to begin with. But uh, <clears throat> I when I gr- growing up, I didn't have much of like role models, and so I really relied on music to kind of guide me. And I, I listened to a lot of like um, a lot of punk rock kind of stuff and a lot of hip hop, a lot of rap music. And uh, I listened to uh, a, an artist by the name of The Game. He's part of G Unit. Uh, he had his he had his very first solo album called The Documentary. And on there, there's a track called uh, Start From Scratch. And it the, the song the song it resonates with me but there's a line in there that says when there's pigeons in your coop you got to watch where your birds lay and that line really really sunk it sat with me and over the course of god I, i've i've been using that name ever since and it's kind of morphed into the symbol of of of, of a guy with a message and much like a pigeon has been used to past message from people to people throughout history they've played a very significant role in in um you know communication so i feel that i have a mission to spread a word about cannabis and life to as many people as i can and uh, that's that's kind of what it stands for today and so that's what i'm doing also when it comes to questions awesome um uh is there any like really bizarre questions that you've gotten? Um, you know, any really strange ones or off the wall ones or anything that really stuck out because of how different it was? Now, you know, I've been trolled for so many years, man, that, uh, yeah, I can't tell what's an oddball question or what's an insult or what's a, you know, so no, nothing really stands out. Nothing really stands out. Uh, I, I honestly, sometimes I can't tell who's trolling and who's asking serious questions. <laughs> I know uh, I've gotten some pretty bizarre ones about fish stuff. People using Windex to kill aphids because they saw it in a YouTube video. Or had a guy ask if he could um, pleasure himself to feed his newborn fish. And, like, and uh, they were totally serious. They like had seen it somewhere, read it somewhere, and were like, yo, I, here's the source of it. This is, does this work? <laughs> like that kind of crazy shit. Um, I, I, it's crazy you know i'm sure somewhere there's an there's somewhere on the internet that there's a forum dedicated to how much that's going to work you know oh yeah <laughs> well, the thing on the internet now is a community for everything <laughs> i guess which is a good thing too but yeah right mm. teach their own <laughs> right um so uh do you have any advice have you done any i know you have some breeding content um uh, on your channel as well is there anything you learned uh, while doing any of the of that um honestly i haven't dove into it enough to really uh to really like get a good idea of of uh where i really want to step when it comes into uh putting a plan together for breeding i do know that i want to get into it a lot heavier um I i would love to have my own genetics someday uh something that i know i trust and can guarantee uh but uh man breeding is a lot of work uh takes a lot of effort energy time i don't have any of those things so it's uh it's yeah it's one of those things 
I'm probably going to dive into eventually. But um, yeah, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. It's like we're going organic. It's like I might, but I'm not ready to just start learning all over again. Yeah, it definitely is a different uh, different nutrient balance on the organic side. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I've been, and I've been synthetic for since I started. So it'd be, uh, yeah, it'd be a change. So tell us about your grow method. What methods, uh, you know, kind of what is your, your setup that you like as your go-to? Um, well, I've been, I've, I use a soilless medium. Uh, I've been using HP ProMix or ProMix HP for since day one. You know, actually uh, a lot of the method that I do today is the exact same method that I've been doing since day one. Uh, the only thing that's gotten better is the equipment in my setup. And shout out to my sponsors for that. Um, you know, I'm I'm finally I've, I'm LED, which is uh, which is a big change. I was HPS for the longest time, and yeah, that was a great transition to see actually from going from uh, high intensity uh, uh, display or discharge or whatever the D is to uh, led um I, I i use synthetic nutrients i'm a bottle guy i've been using bottles since day one um i find it's really easy to uh manipulate or uh kind of control either way um kind of guy that finds myself into in backed into a corner and in a predicament a lot of the time and being using synthetics i can just i can fix that you know what i mean whether it's a deficiency toxicity whether it's you know just uh anything really just a small change and done seeing a change in just a couple of days so synthetics been really easy for me and easy is where i'm looking at and i think that's really like really the 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 underlining um you know th thesis that i have or theory that i have is that you know you don't have to blow this out of proportion you don't need to know a bunch of crazy stuff it'll help but uh and then there's a million ways to grow but you don't you, you can pick one and run with it um i'm big on training uh i think everybody should train their plants everyone i don't care if you're a first time grower or been doing this forever or you have a style i think everyone should train their plants i feel that this plant is beautiful it's it's bountiful and it has a lot to offer us and one of the most advantageous ways to get the most just potential out of your plant training man you've got to train so i'm big on lollipopping to keep things clean i like to keep uh um I, I yeah just even canopy flat even canopy just started scrogging recently and i just filled a four by four tent uh with one plant and it was quite simple just because i practice proper training techniques you could say um, but that's that's it you know it's uh real simple real simple what uh what are your go-to cultivars you've been growing the same ones or you've been growing different cultivars each time uh what have you been doing as far as your, your cultivars and then which ones have been your favorites so far you know uh no i i don't grow one particular i like to go from place to place to place to place to place to place one of my missions is that i'm on a i'm on a mission to find the greatest the greatest cultivar, the greatest plant, the eat the best to grow, the most bountiful, and the you know the one that checks all my boxes, you know, when it comes to taste and potency and so on and so forth. And uh, I, I've been on ocean grown for quite some time. Uh, been for years actually, or at least for the last few years. I've grown things a few on the side, a couple subscriber based things, 
um more most recently i've uh dove into some zaza genetics um uh, i'm doing some dead ops og i've got ocean grown in the flower tent and dead out uh, and zaza in the veg tent so some dead ops og and uh yeah i got no, i have no complaints you know uh, ocean grown's got t- plenty of flavors plenty of different cultivars like or uh, like different varieties whether it's you're looking for your t your thc's your your cerebral highs your couch locks your, your conversations your creativities you know they've got it all and uh one of the best ones i had was a solar sugar from them really enjoyed that that's awesome um have you found any weird traits or mutations or anything particularly different or strange or notable uh, in your, your runs? You know, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like you, you're doing this long enough. You know, I've been growing since, uh, you know, allegedly um, 2008, 2007, right? Uh, that's what Wikipedia would tell you anyways. No one, that's never right. So it is what it is. Um, but uh you know, you come across so many things that at the time seem like are like abnormal, perhaps a mutation. Well, definitely mutations. Um, but as you start to kind of educate yourself and start to get to know things, some of these things that are 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 mutations or one-offs aren't actually that unusual. Um, whether it's, you know, the extra leaves or the extra fins on leaves, whether it's uh, double tops without a topping or, you know, um, yeah, I've had I've had colored single leaves that have been an isolated color different than every other leaf, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Nothing. I wouldn't say anything too crazy. Never really say uh, that, that where, where I'd be like, hmm, yeah, this is something I've just never seen before. Sorry, I had a bit of an internet skip there, trying to get my boxes or too many tabs up. I have, uh, I went from two screens to one screen, one big screen that I have kind of set up as two screens. It's funny when I, before I went to PC, uh, I was like, why do we need two monitors? And then I got two monitors and now I'm sitting here going, man, I need three, you know, it's, and then, you know, I got third and now I'm like, oh, I, I really could use a fourth one. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. 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 Once you get used to the efficiency of the multiple monitors, it's hard to like go back. Yeah. Um, so, well, some of them run specific programs, you know, like this particular monitor only runs my broadcasting, you know what I mean? So it's just that always. Yeah. No, that's, that's what I'm used to. Um, yeah. So what, uh, what are some of the other, um, do you have any neat content that you're working on currently that you're getting ready to release on your channel? Uh, any other neat um, projects that you kind of have in the works that you're excited for this year for your channel? Uh, yeah, I got, I've got quite a few things on the back burner. Um, some I can't, can't disclose um, that I'm really, really, really excited about. Um, I, uh, th- this year in 2023 is going to be, Everything that I've learned over the course of the last two years, which is a lot of what we've talked about here in terms of how to create content that's going to be acceptable to the algorithm, but almost also pleasing to the audience. Because let's face it, you can put out a bland piece of bread, but you know only the birds are going to eat it. 
it's no, I wouldn't mind putting out a nice piece of cake, you know, that, that everyone can enjoy. Um, and, and that's kind of what I'm going to do for 2023. Um, my channel is going to see a, 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 a general makeover um, with long and short form content. I've been doing more investigative pieces um, where I dive into, uh, you know, whether it's controversies, um, look, this is kind of how you and I started talking, uh, or um, even just events. Uh, I did a story on the High Times magazine. I kind of want to just, you know, our community deserves to be celebrated. And every other community is, you know, and I'm not saying that that's bad. That's fantastic. I want to be one of those people that helps celebrate it. And we have a lot of hidden gems in our community that and culture and industry that I want to highlight. We also have a lot of um, wolf, wolves, wolf assists, wolf eye in sheep's clothing. And I think it's very important that those are highlighted as well. I have a uh, I have a couple of videos on my channel that highlight companies that I don't think have the cannabis community's best interests in mind. And their record shows that. And it, I, I think, you know, the more we know as a community, we can identify these wolf eye and and uh, and kind of point them out and avoid using our wallets. You know, these are the the Hawthorne type. These are the uh, the the the, you know, the um, the canopy growth kinds. Uh, you know, I'm not going to throw your channel under the bus, but, uh, you know, it's just we we deserve to have these stories and i want to be uh, i want to be the one that presents them so 2023 is going to focus on a lot of that but it's also going to focus on our community i've got a video series called uh, um, pigeons garden tours where i'd like to go through people's gardens unfortunately they have to be plant free <laughs> um but uh it, it's a way that we can celebrate our work the community's work and and because let's face it there's a lot of incredible talent out there that that people would love to see and i would love to be the one that does that so yeah 2023 is uh it's a big year for this channel actually this week was the first day back or the first week back from the holidays so yeah it was uh back to the grind a lot of meetings and stuff but yeah, it's uh it's gonna be a good busy month for a great year. There we go. That's awesome. I'm looking forward to your new content. So is there any formats that you uh have found work better for your show than others in terms of, of creating things? You have a really kind of slick videos that have lots of you know, you have some that have different digital backgrounds and all kinds of fun different things with it. Uh, you know, what have you found that's working well? Uh, and not working well when it comes to that kind of, you know, uh, extra production uh, levels on that. Moving up from my phone to a DSLR was a big step. That happened in 2018, I think, as well. 2000 or something, 2019. Um, and it, it it allowed me to get nice, crisp, clean shots good lighting, you know, all these kinds of things. That was, that's a, that was a big thing. Now, of course, I don't want anyone to think that you need these kind of things to create because you need, you need to be able to create because you love to create. And I think it's important to just be free, you know, don't, don't be so willing to hide. And I know it's tough when, with, when this is the content, but I want to be honest with you. If you're in a position where you shouldn't be or not, are not allowed to go grow, 
I really don't recommend making content. It's so easy for people to grab your IP address and yada, yada, yada. And really, like, if someone wants to clamp down on you, like a law enforcement, they can and they will. And this particularly, you know, if you're using social media and that kind of thing. So I don't recommend it. Now, of course, many of us are. So don't be afraid to get personal. You know, that's really the biggest thing. When it comes to you can you can have the flashiest edits, you can have the nicest camera and the best quality and everything. But I really feel like it's okay to let people know who the person is behind the camera, too. That's really where the story is. I I really get involved with channels where I get to follow the person, too, because then I get to see, okay, what is this product doing to the person who's growing it? You know, Um, who are you? Are you uh, are you are you? married do you have children are you going to school do you like to travel these are things that i really like to know and i think as a community it's important to understand that we represent something more than just some pothead that sits on the couch and can't handle anything you know we are people too we have lives we have responsibilities we have fun and that should be celebrated that should be shown and you know i I think that's what's more important than any single piece of equipment single piece of software um and it's better than any weed because we're all we're all growing different kinds of weed at different levels and you know it's if you're enjoying it that's what's that's what's to be shared you know i think that's a a a great point that you bring up i mean the people that i know that smoke the most weed per day are people that like run giant grows you know with like them and their wife or then their wife and maybe their sister or brother or something like that and they're working, you know, 12, 14 hour days. They're the least lazy people I know. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's exactly the same. It's exactly the same. <laughs> well, that's great. Um, what about um, you? So you're a Twitch streamer as well. Um, and do you do any cannabis content on there? Or is it just, uh, just gaming content? We consume on there. That's really uh, what I really enjoy about Twitch is that it's, it's, it specifically says in the guidelines that if you're not violating your local laws and ordinances, then Twitch does not have an issue, assuming you're abiding by their TOA or their terms of agreement or terms of service. Um, the, the, they don't actively suppress speech over there, which is amazing. It's a breath of fresh air. Uh, I can talk about anything I want. Even even being on this on your show here, it's like I'm consciously trying to beat around the bush on a lot oh, no, of the. No, ninety percent of eighty ninety percent of our listeners are in audio format, um, and that is completely immune to all of the censorship. So YouTube is is a minor fraction of our total listener base, at, at like fifteen to twenty percent generally. Good. Okay. Well, that's that's good to know. The but the reality is is it's like it's it's. It's more of like it's it's training at this point. You know, YouTube is like having your mother in the conversation at the same time. It's like you'll talk about anything, but you're really not going to like talk about everything, you know? Yeah. So it's like, whereas like Twitch, I feel like she leaves the room. You know what I mean? And you're sitting with your homies and it's like, fuck, guys. You know what I mean? Um, that's what I really feel like with Twitch. And I honestly think anyone should be i think everyone should be streaming on twitch if you like getting high with people 
then I say get I get a Twitch, chill. Uh, yeah, I'm mean, I'm not saying it's come follow me. I mean, you go live and get high with people there. Like, there's a wicked four four twenty friendly community on Twitch, and they're celebrated. You know, if you're four twenty friendly, uh, they will wreck everyone. Not everyone. Let me be real here. A lot of the people that are recommended to me are awesome people. You know, I can't say I check on all of them, but I, like on all of them to say that they're all awesome people. But it's like a lot of these people are awesome people all related to me that consume or even don't even consume, but are are, are friendly to the idea of consumption. You know, so that, that's fair to me. I don't think everyone should consume. That's that's fine. Um, but I enjoy that when everyone's open to the conversation. So, yeah, streaming on Twitch is a breath of fresh air. I do a lot of gaming content on Twitch that is, I I. I'm a gamer and a father and a husband and a community guy first. <laughs> that's like, yeah, that's me. And I really feel like gaming is a great outlet for grown, for grown men. Really. I maybe grown grown woman, women too, but I've never been a woman. So I can't really speak for them, but for, for, for being a grown man with a, with a husband or with a husband, with a wife and child, it's like, I can come down here. I can relax. I can let loose. I can scream at a bunch of little kids and not get in trouble for it. And it's like, it, this I'm living the dream, you know? So I'm a huge believer in gaming. And so, yeah, Twitch is, Twitch is an absolute blessing. I love my community over there. And I honestly, as much as I love my community on YouTube, the community on Twitch is so much more, it, like, it's so much like, like it's so much more tight knit, I guess is what I can say. Because like, I'm live every single day. So the people over there, and there's people that are there every day with me, the same people. And we talk about everything. We talk about life. We talk about work. We talk about play. We talk about misery. We talk about success. We laugh. We cry. You know, it's like nothing is off the table. So, and I, and I love that community so much. So yeah, I, I love, I, I'm a huge fan of Twitch. Um, yeah, maybe for other creators on their, the platform, it is more difficult because they're doing other forms of content. I'm not sure, but for cannabis content for me on Twitch, it's amazing. And I think, I think honestly, everyone should be doing it. It's not really interesting as you know, I know, I know I had a originally at launch, tried to launch on there and dual stream. And it was back early on when they were still kind of censoring cannabis stuff. Um, I know they've changed quite a bit in the last couple of years uh, since we originally tried that, but um, definitely have to try again. You definitely have to. You really do. Uh, I've been on Twitch actively full time. I get all my dates all messed up now, but actively since like 2018. And I have never once noticed any form of suppression, restriction, any sort i've been i've had i've been rated by channels or rated with 600 viewers you know what i mean like it's like people are finding me is what i'm trying to say you know so i don't want to i you know i i don't want to i don't want to be like yeah you'll never get banned and then someone gets banned they're like fuck you pigeons i'm like well i, I don't know man I, for me and weed and twitch <laughs> perfect have you had any, uh, I know you've done a lot of more journalism pieces in the last uh, six or, or 12 months. Um, have you found any kind of um, um, anything while researching those that was particularly interesting or difficult or, you know, strange to kind of navigate or anything like that? Is there anything that you've 
really kind of uh, stuck out in your mind is like, wow, this was totally more crazy than we thought it was or, you know, whatever else. You, you know what, what I, what I, I know nothing about a lot of these that I start going into, you know, and which is really outside my comfort zone. I haven't done subjects outside my comfort zone since I was in, in university where they made you study shit, you know, nothing about. And it, it's rewarding because I'm learning, but at the same time, I'm telling you, it's so it's, it's really, uh, I want to be cautious on what I say here. I don't want to say I'm, I'm trying to I'm, stressful is the wrong word, but, um, I want to get it right. So there's like a lot, there's a lot of anxiety there, I guess is really what I'm trying to say. Um, and so when I'm diving into these stories, sifting through articles and sifting through other people's stories can be really difficult because I never know what's fact what's opinion, what's just completely fabricated. And that can be difficult because, you know, I want to get it right. I really, really want to get it right. And of course there's a, there's a margin of error there, but I want it to be that margin of error to be 0%. And that level of, I think that level of due diligence is important. And maybe that level of anxiety is doing me, you know, a favor in terms of ensuring that I'm crossing my, crossing my I's and dotting my T's kind of thing. So um, the, the, the cowboy cup was like the first, uh, story that I did where it's, you know, I really had to make sure I got all the sides kind of accurate on that one, because not only was the topic dynamic, it was, it was, it was, it was kind of changing day by day. And I was actually maybe a week. It took me about a good week to sift through all of the, the, the information to get, to get a story together. So yeah, yeah, it just takes a little bit of work, but uh, you know, it, it's fun to be able to learn something at the end too. And hey, I'm I we're doing this because of my story about the Cowboy Cup. So I I can appreciate that too. And that's one important thing too. It can be hard to kind of research and find a lot of like video content and things like that. And oftentimes like the you'll find something that's like some other thing being filmed and there happens to be some audio or video in the background, all this other stuff. It's kind of fun sometimes to in the journalism on these types of topics to where, you know, trying to navigate all that. And uh, yeah, it was really cool to kind of see you, uh, you posting that stuff up. Uh, it was kind of like, it was really funny too, because uh, we were talking about this before the show, but you were, uh, we always try to every couple of months, we try to bring on like three to five different podcasters to network with other people that are doing cannabis content to support other good content creators, but also just network with other people that are, are producing good quality content. And you were top of the list. Uh, uh, and then you, I saw you, the, uh, you did that great piece on, on uh, Cowboy Cup and um, it was really fun to, to, to talk to you and get you on the show. And it was funny because I literally like had your email already pasted into the thing to like reach out to you that morning. So it was, it was really kind of a uh, serendipitous. And I do appreciate you coming on and, uh, and taking the time for all that. But uh, uh, it's always, uh, always fun when the universe kind of like, is like, Oh, Hey, the two of you need to like hang out and talk and whatever else. I totally <laughs> agree. I totally agree. And we will have to have you on uh, from the stash podcast as well. Um, because the things you're doing in the garden are, are, are fascinating. And I know we can have a solid conversation on that, um, on, on, from the stash. So definitely we'll podcast and how people can find it. Cause that's, uh, I didn't, something that I didn't even realize. So I do apologize for that. No, no, please don't No, It's uh yeah, just from the stash, um, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. 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 From the stash. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, it, I do it with uh, Mister Grow It and Rob from uh, CLTV. And, you know, speaking of suppression on like the podcast, we've recently made some changes to that as well to make it so that we can, you know, keep, battle through the, you know, we recently changed our thumbnails, which before used to have Herb right in the thumbnail. So we've switched that up and then tried to send that, that those thumbnails right there is up in the background. That's that's a that's a weed photo in the background. And we thought, you know what, we're shooting ourselves in the foot. Even our intro, the first couple seconds of the intro played weed. So uh, we were like, you know what, we got to change this up. And we changed it up and we noticed a massive change in numbers. Nice. Well, it's definitely uh, important things for people to learn and know. And uh, definitely a great new podcast for everyone to check out. Looks like you guys have over 100 episodes. Uh, uh, somehow I, I managed to... Uh, to not be exposed to it, but I'm definitely excited to check this out. <laughs> There's good stuff in there. We've we've had some wicked guests. We have we've, we've had Tommy Chong, uh, we had uh, uh, Jay Chandasankar uh, from Super Troopers. Um, we've had uh, oh my gosh, we've we've had George um, and Nate from uh, Growers Network. Oh my God. There, there's so many great, so many great guests have been on that show. So you, you definitely need to be one of them. Heck yeah. I'd love to, to come on. and uh, always happy to spread some cannabis education. That'd be great. Um, do you have anything else you wanted to mention uh, about um, your content or channel here uh, before we start to wrap up the show? I know you have a, uh, a bit of a morning uh, or I guess it's not morning there. It's a bit of a late night there. Yeah, it's it's nine o'clock. Yeah, nine o'clock. Yeah, I uh, I stream I stream on Twitch actually every single night, nine p.m. Central, um, most nights, most nights. Um, so come, feel free to hang in, you hang in there. Um, I'm actually ninety six, ninety seven thousand subscribers on YouTube. So I'm I'm just three thousand away from that one hundred thousand. And you want to talk about suppression? I've been I've I've been on the road to that hundred thousand for so long. I hit eighty thousand subs, and uh, it just went it just flatlined. It just uh, they've been slowing me down. But anyways, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, complain. I'm very thankful to be a part of this community. I'm very thankful to be a part of uh, of of not only the cannabis community, the garden and grow community. The fact that I'm even looked at as someone to to look towards for information or or advice is is just absolutely amazing to me and i will never i will never take it uh, well i'll always take advantage of it but i'll never take it for granted um it's it, it's something that i i, I I'm, I'm very thankful for so yeah 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 that's what's uh that's what's going on with me i uh i think everyone should be trying to uh, make content on the internet it's so rewarding it doesn't even have to be cannabis content or gaming content if you are making, you know, I don't care if you're knitting for crying out loud. If you've got a camera, set it up, tell stories, knit, and there's going to be an audience that's going to fall in love. So don't hold back. <clears throat> this is the year for you. And uh, I, I would love to see what uh, what you do with it. 
Awesome. And uh, we're just putting the, uh, the links to everything up here on the screen to all the different channels, your podcast that you have there, as well as your uh, various Twitch channels. Thank you. Oh, looks like that one didn't. That's right. And there's no need to put it up there, but I actually there's another podcast. Um, it's called uh, Top Buds with Rob and Pigeons, and uh, it's it's one of those things that is not cannabis related. Uh, we definitely toke on it, um, but uh, this is one of those things where it's like just kind of show that you can really do whatever you want when it comes to doing content. Rob and I kind of sit smoke a heck of a lot of weed and we talk about anything that's going on in the news um whether it's politics whether it's sports whether it's entertainment you name it we don't care what the conversation is we're going to talk about it and we post multiple videos a day on that channel nice yeah yeah so multiple clips a day on that channel so check that one out that one's still in the growth that's a relatively newer channel out of the other ones and uh yeah i i I, I like this one. This one's a lot of fun. Awesome. Well, definitely um, check out all of his various content uh, uh, offerings. He has uh, a whole slew of different content he's creating on all different types of platforms. Uh, it's quite impressive and uh, certainly uh, navigates the, um, the censorship uh, monitors better than everyone else. So. Thanks so much for coming on the show and uh, taking the time to uh, share with us your knowledge on uh, how to deal with all that kind of stuff. And then also to oh, expose people to your channels and your, your podcast. I certainly look forward to listening to your podcast when I'm working in the greenhouse this week. Thank you. Thank you very much. It was an absolute pleasure. It was an honor to be here. Um, I, I can't wait to have you on on our podcast. And, uh, and thank you for making me feel comfortable and uh, you're very hospitable to your guests. So thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you so much. And uh, like I said, you can find links to all of his uh, social media in the description of whatever platform. If you listen to an audio format, we will have links to his websites and stuff as well. Um, we'll thank make sure you. we add this extra couple of podcasts to that. And if any of you guys are looking for any cool content this weekend, uh, let me throw that back up on the screen one last time before we wrap up the show. You guys can check out the virtual aquaponic com cannabis conference this weekend uh, from uh, Saturday and Sunday from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. People from all over the world. Again, a ton of wonderful speakers. We did do kind of a big breakdown on that last week. Um, so if you want to learn more about each of the different speakers and panels, you can find out about that in last week's episode. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for watching. You can find this podcast on SoundCloud, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, all the things. Uh, thanks again so much for Pigeon420 for joining us today. Thank and, you. Uh, anything else you want to mention before we, we end the show? I think that was about it. Thank you to everybody for tuning in and listening to me. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to uh, getting to know uh, everyone that, uh, that I hear comes from here, from the show. So thank you. Thanks, everybody. And uh, we'll catch you guys again here on uh, Saturday morning. Take it easy.